Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians is a book about problems. After introducing the problems about spiritual gifts, Paul made a transition at the end of what we call chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31 reads, But earnestly desire the greater gifts, and I show you a still more excellent way. The more excellent way is the way of love. Chapter 13 shows the superiority of love over spiritual gifts. The point of our text for this week is that gifts are only for now in the church. Love is an eternal virtue. The gifts will eventually be put out of service, but love endures forever. Therefore, love is more excellent and more important to emphasize in the body of Christ. Gifts are useless without love. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he delivers today's portion of this week's message entitled, The Temporary and the Greatest. I want to open our Bibles. I want you to open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I've mentioned this, I can't remember if it was Sunday or Wednesday or maybe even both, but now that the opportunity for me to go to Russia and teach the book of 1 Corinthians in, uh, well, month of April and May, late April, early May, since that's gone, we don't have to hurry to finish. And so we can actually uh, take a little bit of time to uh, go more deeply into these things in these final chapters of 1 Corinthians. And I'm really glad to be able to do that. 1 Corinthians is a book about problems. Uh, not surprisingly, with a, a congregation that was all new converts, and they came from a city full of unbridled worldliness and immorality and idolatry, it's not a surprise that it was a bumpy road along the way toward sanctification. This letter that we have before us confronts a number of problems among the, conver- the congregation. It was part of a series of visits and letters between Paul and the church in Corinth. The segment that we are in the midst of deals with problems that affect public worship. It's chapters 11, 12, 13, and 14 as we know them. After he dealt with the roles of women and with the proper celebration of communion in chapter 11, the subject of three chapters here, 12, 13, and 14, is spiritual gifts. One of the problems is that some people in that church had become enamored with the more showy gifts, especially the miraculous gifts that operated during the era of the apostles. And part of that problem <coughs> included, excuse me, included uh, confusion over the gift of tongues. Now, that gift, which we've studied already in 1 Corinthians 13, is the miraculous ability to speak in a language not known to the one who is speaking. That was being confused with a spiritual phenomenon which looks much the same and sounds much the same, the phenomenon known as ecstatic speech. That's when a person 
in an altered state of consciousness, which they believed in the pagan culture of Corinth, they believed that altered state was communion with a god of some kind, that person would utter out loud sounds that are not language. Uh, hence, ecstatic in the sense of, in a spirit, in a, the, 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 the sense of the word ecstasy or some sort of unusual altered state and speech because it involved sound. And it was happening in the church in Corinth. So after introducing the problems about gifts and Paul telling them at the beginning of chapter 12 that he doesn't want them to be ignorant about this, Paul made a transition at the end of chapter 12. And that brings us by coincidence, into chapter 13. At the end of chapter 12, verse 31, he says, but earnestly desire the greater gifts. We explained two different ways that can be taken. He said, but this is the transition. And I show you a still more excellent way. The more excellent way is the way of love. The passage that we know as chapter 13 is called the love chapter. It shows the superiority of love over and above all spiritual gifts. Chapter 13 is the bridge that connects chapter 12, which is about gifts in general, and chapter 14, which majors on the gift of tongues and deals with some of the problems associated with it. Now, we saw very strong language from Paul at the beginning of this chapter about how claiming to exercise spiritual gifts but doing it without love is empty, obnoxious, and it profits nothing. So I called that study of verses 1, 2, and 3, how to be an empty, obnoxious, loser Christian. Then last time, this past Wednesday evening, we studied the spectacular 15-faceted love diamond in verses 4, 5, 6, and 7, the famous passage on love in all of Scripture. Now, the Corinthians were seeking what they perceived to be, or what they called, the greater gifts. And Paul rebukes them, and he points them toward the greater Christian virtue of love, greater than all spiritual gifts, and it has to be the motive behind the use of spiritual gifts if you don't want to be an empty, obnoxious loser. Now, the point of our text for today, as we finish this chapter, is that gifts are only for now in the church. They are for this era. Love is an eternal virtue. So the gifts will eventually be put out of service, but love endures forever. Therefore, love is a more excellent and more important thing to emphasize in the body of Christ because gifts are useless without love. So today it's 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through 13. We'll call it the temporary and the greatest. The temporary is the gifts, and we'll see that their endurance is passing and their nature is partial. The greatest is love. So let's dive in at 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 8. Paul writes, Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. Now, love is that word that we studied last time, that Greek word agape. It is love that is known by the actions that it produces. It's not love based upon sensations or, or feelings. It's love that seeks the welfare of others, regardless of whether or not there's any personal benefit to be gained. 
This is the kind of love that lies behind, well, John 3.16. God giving His only Son so that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. That's how much He loved the world. This is the love which God commends toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, Romans chapter 5. This is the kind of love that is germane to the person of God, 1 John 4, 8. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. That's pretty strong. So, the beginning of 1 Corinthians 13, 8, love never fails. Now, let me show off here a little bit. The Greek word for never means never. It's actually a a two-part word, and if you take the component parts of it and try to be super literally, it would be something like not when or not once or not sometime. In other words, never. The word fails is a word that actually means fall, and here it means to, to fall into decay. Love never falls into decay. Love never faints from exhaustion. So... Verse 8, love never fails, but now he's going to give a comparison, a contrast to love. Look for three ifs in the rest of this sentence. Love never fails, but if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. The three ifs introduce three spiritual gifts that Paul is going to use as examples to make his point. There's a fundamental difference which makes them all inferior to love by comparison. And he uses three of the gifts that were most prominent in the affections of the church at Corinth, the ones they were fascinated with. Gifts of prophecy is literally, in the Greek, just prophecies. He's implying various situations of various uses of the gift of prophecy manifested in various ways by various people at various times. The word tongues refers to that gift of languages that we've already talked about, and that's going to be the main subject all the way through chapter 14, so you'll be hearing more about it when we get there. The gift of knowledge refers to the the gift of knowledge, one of the ones that Paul mentioned by name back in chapter 12. We didn't study it in detail, but it is the building up of knowledge or doctrine, if you will. And these three sample gifts represent the spectrum of spiritual gifts. And notice he says, will be done away. That is the word that he uses to describe what's going to become of prophecy and of knowledge. The word translated done away is katargeo. It's an important theme word. It's here uh, twice in verse 8. We're going to see it again in verse 10 and again in verse 11. And the meaning is vivid. It comes from the prefix kata, which is a prepositional prefix meaning down. And the word argos, which means inactive or ineffective. So the Greek word katargeo means to make something void to nullify it, to make it of no effect, or do away with it. You might notice also, if you're a grammar nerd, that the verb is future passive indicative. That means that in the future, from Paul's point of reference, there will come a time when something will render these things void and deactivated. Obviously, that something is God. He gives the gifts He can nullify the gifts. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.